Yep, yep, yep. Here we go. Another edition of your boy doing the Taz Show. Yes, I am Taz, and welcome to this edition of the Taz Show. This lovely podcast, an official podcast, yes, for sure. And you're listening to this, and I appreciate you listening to it over at Apple Podcasts, or maybe you're doing that on uh, radio.com, tazshow.com, the Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And you're pulling me in here, my content. Well, I appreciate that. You guys know that. That's how it is. So welcome, welcome, guys. We're gonna have a. This is gonna be a fun edition here because we're gonna uh, we're gonna basically cover uh, basically uh, music, music, and the WWE music, which is such a big part, right, of when we watch wrestling for years. No matter if you're a newer fan or a younger fan or an older fan or whatever. Um, just about, unless you're a real, really old school wrestler fan. I mean, music's been a big part of when you see your favorite wrestler, male or female, walk down the aisle and, uh, you know, uh, uh, do he or hers thing, you know, uh, and, and it's a big part of it. I mean, I remember just if we can go back real, real quick, like one of my favorite, uh, musics of all time, and I'm doing a top 10 here. I'm gonna do top 10 WWE current music. So that's what this is going to be. And I'm doing it solo Jones. And now you guys have <clears throat> a kind of interacting because I put it out there on Twitter and we put it out there on the Facebook page at, uh, facebook.com slash the Taz show. And so you guys are listing yours. So I will read, read, shout some of those out, read them a little bit. But I want to tell you, like, back in the day, um, like when I uh, uh, was early goings, very early, like right before my career, uh, and one of the first guys, uh, p- people to have ring music um, was the Road Warriors, the, the great animal and hawk, uh, the Legion of Doom. Uh, original Jones right there. So uh, uh, World Warriors had, and those of you know what I'm about to say, had a great song by a legendary band called Black Sabbath. And, um, man, the Road Warriors, when they would come out, and it was an Iron Man would play. That was the name of the song, Iron Man, for those that don't know. And Iron Man would come out, I am Iron Man. I mean, I don't do it as good as Black Sabbath. You get my drift. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it was amazing, dude. It was amazing, seriously. And um, and I remember just getting hooked. Like, And I wasn't like, and you guys know my history. I mean, I wasn't like a diehard, hardcore wrestling fan as a kid. I was a wrestling fan. And, um, and you know, I, but I wasn't like a diehard. I mean, I, I wasn't like, as I get older too, I, I, I respected it and was into it, but I wasn't like, um like a diehard but i mean i do remember that early going um and and as far as music and stuff like that and it was just it was amazing and i just i I just had to say that before i start going with the rest of this podcast here i wanted to just bring that up because i was a huge uh i was a huge world warrior fan like most of you guys but when they would play when iron man would blast no matter if they were in the awa or wherever they were wrestling 
and I am Iron Man. Is he alive or dead? That was great. So anyway, so anyway, I just had to do that. I lost my mind a little bit there for a second, but yeah, but um, it was a big part of it. It was it gave you an emotion when you heard the beginning of the song. Uh, and that's the key with entrance music, not the major key, but one of the keys. Before we get into this list, I want to talk about this for a minute because music, uh, entrance music was a huge thing for me as a wrestler. And I've had a lot of different songs in my career. Now, most of you guys know my music from ECW, uh, War Machine by Kiss. And I've told the story about that in the past and, and loved it. I loved the song. I wasn't even a huge Kiss fan. But that song was perfect for me, and, and Shane Douglas, the franchise, was the guy who said, you know, you need to use that song. I told the story before, and, and Joey Styles, my dear friend Joey Styles, the esteemed play-by-play guy of EC Dub back in the day, he thought I should use a hip-hop song called Time for Some Action by a guy called Redman. And um, uh, he wanted more because of Brooklynese feel and, you know, hip-hop, but... And I almost went with that, but then uh, when I once I heard uh, once I heard War Machine by Kiss, I'm like, well, yeah, no, this is the way I got to go. Anyway, I had other music though before that. Like I had, you know, different like as the Tasmaniac. I had different songs, and um, oh, what was the name of that band? I had a song. I'm drawing a blank. The name of the song was Keep It in the Family. Oh, you guys are probably googling right now. I guess I should Google too. What the who the hell did that song? And I used that song on a loop. I think it was on a loop. Um, let me GTS this. Uh, it, yeah, it was. It was definitely. Uh, and I did that. Um, I I had keep it in the family. Like when the Tasmaniac really started to. What is it? Keep it in the family by Drake. But that's oh, keep in keep the family close. That's not the song. Obviously, it's not Drake. It was Anthrax. Boom! There it is. Keeping the family. Anthrax. That's right. Anthrax was the. That's what I use. I couldn't remember. I know a lot of you people are probably screaming at your phone or your mobile device or your car while you listen to this podcast. Like it's Anthrax, you dumbass. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I couldn't remember, but I had I had different songs, you know, over the years, and and that's one that jumped out to me was Anthrax for sure. Well, I knew it as Keeping the Family. Um. Anyway, the music is is so important, and for me, when I was the human suplex machine in ECW, it was a huge part, like a huge part of me. It really got me in a mode and got me locked and loaded and locked in and ready to go and create and form into this human suplex machine, killing machine, this this Taz character, and and you know, War Machine helped me do that. You know, so uh, <laughs> um look uh and then years later in wwe and the music jim johnson did for me which i talked about that was it was kind of a, a mock-up remake or something kind of a mashup whatever of a scorpion song uh you know and then i, I hooked up with be real and cypress hill and i was a big marker i've talked about this in the past maybe you just knew to my podcast i'll let you know real quick um and i uh i was a mark for um uh, a song called rock superstar and they did one called rap superstar that's cypress hill so then uh talking to be real me and boys would be real he hooked me up with a song called thug superstar because i was doing thug gimmick and in wwe or f at the time and then wwe worked out something with be real on cypress hill boom that, that was my music there music was always a big part of my wrestling career and and i i i'm so proud of and i'm happy that i had some cool music 
And I got to say, most of the wrestlers you watch on TV, male or female, tag team or not tag team, music is a huge part of what they do. It just gets you in the mode. You can think of your favorite wrestlers, and you can think of, uh, off the top of my head, Nature Boy Ric Flair. You think of Nature Boy, and you think of, you know, his song. Uh, uh, what was the original name of it? I think it was 21, 2001 Space Odyssey. That was that song. That was yeah, 2001 Space Odyssey. Now, some of these songs, obviously, all these songs I can't play on this podcast because it's illegal. So I can't, I can't do that. I don't have the rights to play some these songs. So that's why I'm, I'm doing it with my voice. I won't do this throughout my WWE list of songs, I promise. But I'm just saying that uh, some of these reminiscing songs I'm, I'm talking to you about and spitballing with you, you know, uh, I can't sit here and play a 2001 Space Odyssey or Anthrax, Anthrax, uh, Keep It In The Family. But the thing is, music is such a gigantic part. It gets you in the mode. There's been nights, guys. There's been nights that I had to wrestle. And I just, you know, I loved what I did when I was an in-ring competitor. But there were nights where you're on the road a lot and your body's hurting, you're beat up, and, you know, whatever the reason is or you just sometimes you're just not as fired up to go out and compete as you should be. And anytime my music hit, especially in ECW, when I'd hear War Machine, I click. And it just made me want to go and work and work hard and 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 have fun and and apply my craft, you know, and 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 hopefully have a good match with my uh, dance partner who's my opponent. So um, but you know. Music is huge. It's big and it's it's it triggers emotion. Now WWE being the machine that they are, they obviously, you know, have uh, full-blown studios and all that stuff. And about a year or so ago, last time I was at WWE Studios in, in Stanford, Connecticut, I, um, so I was recording something for them, um, something that never dropped. How about that? They asked me to record something on camera. And I, I think I talked about this in the past. And, well, it never made air. I guess I was on the production floor for whatever reason. So there goes the Hall of Fame. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming. So anyways, um, <laughs> no, uh, I, I got to see the new music studio portion of where they do a lot of the music. I was blown away because I remember Jim Johnson, his setup he had was, was legit. But it's like a whole nother level now. Um, and some of the music they outsource, obviously, and pay. Uh, pay for those fees and rights and whatnot um, um, for a lot of the talent's music. Uh, listen, uh, music is, um, it's it, it definitely, even if you're at a show as a fan and it's like the fourth, fifth match and the match has been long and you're like, you know, I got to be somewhere. I want to get out of here. Uh, this has been cool, great. And then somebody's music hits that you love, the music, like, oh, yo. Yo, this is legit. And you get crazy, and your boys, you go nuts, you have fun, you laugh, and next year you're into the next match. I mean, it gets you going, man. Even as a fan, not just as a wrestler. So, you know, uh, you sit home and you hear someone's music. I mean, I know even as a broadcast, real quick, I'll tell you, um, the one guy's music that would, well, two, two guys that would it would get wake me up sometimes if I would get out of the announce desk and sometimes zone out. Obviously, when Brock Lesnar's music played, you know, because I do the "Here Comes the Pain" deal. And I'd hear that guitar hit, and I would just, you know, click. It would click for me. I felt like I was competing, and I was just sitting there going, well, here comes the pain, you know. Like, I wasn't competing. Brock was, you know, but that would get me going. And when The Undertaker was using a lot of Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit music, American Badass Jones and all that stuff, I'm a big mark for Limp Biscuit, so I've always loved uh, Limp Biscuit. So um, I used to get fired up whenever I'd hear that. Anything Limp Biscuit, you know, in the arena because the sound system 
that WWE uses is legit, guys. And I used to be part of uh, being there, I should say, when you work for the company and you're behind the scenes early in the day when there's rehearsals or just sound checks or we're at the announce desk doing something. They would crank music all the time and just just a lot of commercial music that wasn't WWE music. And um, it was it would <clears throat> it would um you would hear ama- how amazing the sound system was. Um, uh, and uh, and you'd be like, wow, this is sick. I mean, you see the amount of uh, uh, the amount of speakers around and, and, and the soundboard that they use. Um, and there was a song. I'm trying to remember the name of the song. Um, they used to play a lot. Uh, and they would play that for like the, as far as like, uh, I guess because it was different bass and treble in the song. Um, and they would play it a lot to get their levels right for the audio technician and stuff like that. And I'm trying to remember, it was something, uh, man, I remember the name of the band. I might have, geez, I don't know if I mentioned this on the air or not. I don't know, but it was a song uh, by a called Jet, Jet Something Woman, Jet Woman, Jet Flying Woman. Ah, oh, man, I know, it's like a jabroni. Jet something, 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 Jet City Woman. That's it. Bam! Queensryche. That's what it was. And they would play this in the arena. I don't know if I have a, if Tweet me, guys, if, if, if I've mentioned this in the past. I don't remember. And I never was like a huge Queensryche fan. I didn't even know it was Queensryche at that time, but I used to hear it every week. They would do it on SmackDown, like behind the scenes, early in the day, and dude, that song hit the plane and all that dude, it was crazy. And, and get guys amped in the ring while it's like 2 PM and stuff. You just like train and loosen up. And like, it was just, and they were doing it for a sound check. It was sick. So, you know, anyway, so it, it, music and wrestling has been side by side for, for decades, as you guys know. So I'm going to get into my top 10 current. That's the key word. Cause a lot of you guys on Twitter and Facebook are dropping a name in some of the, uh, you know, some of, uh, you know, like Real American by Hulk Hogan, uh, Undertaker, uh, no, current wrestlers, guys, current wrestlers. So, you know, as I record this, there's a, a whole bunch, just about a thousand people voted, or just under a thousand, I should say, voting uh, right now. Uh, put out on Twitter, best WWE entrance music, question mark, or someone else. Go to my Facebook to get in the convo, and I put the link of the Facebook in there. And the ones that we had on there were Burn It Down by seth rollins nakamura's music finn balor bobby Roode. now here's an example of how much you guys as wrestling fans love music uh it's basically almost even burn it down right now as i read this 26 percent nakamura 36 percent finn balor 20 percent and bobby Roode, 18 percent how that's only got 18 percent i don't know uh, because uh, the glorious gimmick is legit so um anyway uh so it, you know it's also, the other thing I want to mention was Facebook, right? Because I want to shout some of you guys out in a little bit. But on Facebook, and because uh, we sent people from the Twitter to the Facebook, obviously, and uh, I mentioned that we're going to record a podcast, uh, and I just want to get people's thoughts. So you know, and and just so many people. I mean, thousands of people reached, and so many people. I mean, jeez, uh, I, 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 I mean, uh, I guess I can read some of these right now. I mean, there's so many here. Uh, Again, this is supposed to be current, but this gentleman here, Ryan Matak, he said, number one, Stone Cold. Number two, the game, Triple H. Number three, Hulk Hogan. Number four, Warrior. Number five, Sasha Bank. Okay. Only one of those is current, Sasha. So, uh, But thank you for sharing and giving the info. Uh, Joe Vono said, Nakamura, Rude, AJ. Cool. Gotcha, Joe. 
Appreciate that. You know, a lot of people being uh, trying to see a lot of people put Undertaker, even though he's not current. Trevor Jones, great name. He put uh, AJ, Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon Brothers, legit song. Jinder Mahal, love the Jinder gimmick. Stephanie McMahon's Raw appointed Constable Baron Corbin. Okay, cool. Sanity. I like this guy's taste in music. Uh, and then he goes, or oh, oh, basically anything new with metal themes. Gotcha, brother. So that's from Trevor Jones, if that is his real name, Jones Jones. So, um, um, yeah, it's that. I mean, there's hundreds of people that voted here. So I'll try to get to more of these in a little while. Um, Seth Darren said, in no particular order, Nakamura, Bobby Roode, and the Revival, EC3, and NXT counts. And Becky Lynch, he said, if NXT doesn't, NXT does count. I should have said that when we put this info out there. NXT definitely counts. That's part of WWE. Um, Sandor Scrogans said, number one, Edge, uh, Alter Bridge. Number two, Triple H, the game by Motorhead. Number three, uh, Undertaker Ministry. Uh, we see again, these are not current, but I will say that uh, that Alter Bridge song. Uh, Edge's deal there is one of my favorite songs. That's a great, like, uh, just a song in general. Alter Bridge is great. So uh, that's definitely an awesome tune for sure. Um, yeah, a lot of people went old school uh, here. We got one real quick before I go on my list. I'll give you that in a second. PJ Gambino. He said, uh, <clears throat> which is a great name, by the way, PJ Gambino. And he spells out P and then J. P-E-E-J-A-Y, Gambino. Alistair Black, number one. Seth Rollins, uh, number two. War Raiders, number three. Pete Dunne, number four. Undisputed Era, number five. Uh, big fan of every one of those songs, homie. Okay, like your taste in music. So, uh, so yeah, so sometimes music will get a little lost uh, because it's in the wrestling realm, right? So there's really not a lot of attention being put on it. So, you know, you're watching wrestling. You're not paying attention. You listen to the announcers. You hear the music in the background. It's not full focus on the music. But they do. WWE does an, an amazing, tremendous job of the music that they pump out for the wrestlers and for fans to hear. So uh, I think you gotta you got to give them credit on that. All right, without any further ado, I'm going to jump into uh, my top 10. Okay, current, pay attention. Please, pay attention. Current WWE. I'm recording this in 2018 in the summertime. If you listen to this, like, in 2035 and maybe um, six feet under. So, regardless, they say it's evergreen. We'll see. So, this is recorded in 2018. (sighs) Okay, I'm going to go with number 10. Now, again, I apologize that I, you know, can't sit here. We can't pump out these songs for you. We just can't do it so uh you guys are sharp enough to understand that but you could play back and listen to them on your own you could go to youtube or wherever you get your wwe music or whatever the hell you people do i don't know all right so here we go i'm gonna go uh right out it right now so number 10 for me finn balor now the finn balor song is legit the thing is i really would bite into it when he would do the demon gimmick the you know Tasmaniac paint job on the face, the red and black and all that stuff. I really, I feel like we haven't seen a demon in like forever. And that really would have, I just think, helped Finn. I mean, the music fits for Finn as is when he puts his arms up and the lights on and everything. And it's a cool song and it fits him. It does. But I think with the demon, it really worked even more. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Finn number 10. Definitely uh, a really, really good song. Um, I also believe in songs that work 
to get the character over. For example, uh, I'll go a little quick here for a second. My number nine is Braun Strowman. Now, I'm going to go nine with Braun Strowman. Maybe people don't have Braun. But the, when he does that and like the way the song sounds, big pounding type deal and heavy bassy and all it fits Braun. It helped get him over from jump. It really did. It helped get him over right away. His music was a big part of, of what got him over. I truly believe that, besides being a freak of nature and a monster. But his music definitely helped him. So I think you got to put, you know, Braun on the list. Just my opinion. I mean, and, and again, I, I'll I'll go through a couple more of mine, and then I read some of yours and all that stuff. And and but here's the thing, Braun, his music works for him. I don't see it ever changing. And and when I hear that, like, well, this guy has music and we're never, we're not going to change it or it's not going to change. <laughs> I think of Randy Orton, uh, because I remember like Randy's current song when I was in WWE, which is years ago, he got that song. And I, I got to be honest with you. If I remember correctly, hearing Randy, watching Randy, listen to it in the locker room on with like ear, earphones, like earbuds, he, he liked it, but like, he wasn't over the moon. This is amazing. I don't think he was ecstatic about it. Um, they, they, I'm trying to think. They revamped it a little bit. That's what it was. It wasn't the original original, but it sounded a lot like this one. I don't think he was crazy about it, and I think they were like, yeah, whatever, which I'm shocked because usually when talent, when wrestlers don't like something with their music, it would change. But during that time, they were kind of like, look, this is your music, ma'am, your music, sir, and it's that simple. And, you know, we hope you like it, and we'll make a little change here and there. Otherwise, live with it. Uh, and that's – I remember, like <laughs> – so when I see Randy now come out to wrestle and that music plays – and his song is not on my list, by the way. But when I hear his music play, I think of that that moment in the locker room where he was, like, wasn't exactly, like – felt bad for the guy. It wasn't, like, crazy for the song. Like, it was like, yeah, yeah cool, great, thanks. You know, like <laughs> – but he made it work. He's a, he's a he's a big star, and and the music fits him, you know. Um, okay, so like I said, my ten is Finn Balor. My nine is Braun Strowman. My eight. Uh, this might surprise some people because a lot of people I think would have him a lot higher. I'm gonna go Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura. Hey, look, the violin. You know the song, right? The whole thing. It's awesome. Okay, it's awesome. I, I don't have it. Now, I don't like the revamp version as much as the original. Just they did the whole, because they don't want people chanting and singing it and stuff. So they, they why should you have fun, damn it? You're not allowed. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I don't know. I don't have it higher. I like it. I think it's cool. I mean, um, it really helped him, like a lot of these people I'm going to read. And, and by the way, I'm just going to be honest. I don't have any women's songs on this list. I don't know why that wasn't like by design, but, um, and some of the girls' songs are cool. Like Charlotte's songs, cool. And Sasha, I don't have them on my list. Uh, there's no agenda. It's just, I'm not a chauvinistic guy. You guys know that. Uh, it's just, they're not on my list. It just happens to be all men, but regardless, I digress. So I got Nakamura at eight. Okay, kids. Um, then at seven, a guy I mentioned earlier that's uh, several people had on their list on the, the Facebook deal. And that is uh, Bobby Roode, the glorious one. Um, listen, that song is phenomenal. Definitely inspired. That's number seven for me, Bobby Roode, inspired by a legendary band called Queen. For those that don't know, that don't have their rock history. That's what the song, uh, the inspiration for the song came from. It sounds a lot like Queen, uh, the way it's done, the way they performed it and everything. Glorious, the whole 
uh, opera-esque sound, like all those deep, great voices that are singing and all the different levels you hear in your ears. It's deep, man. And, and the, it, sound, it reminds me of Queen. I, mean, I don't think I'm the only one who's thought of that when they hear Bobby Roode's music. So um, Bobby Roode's song is phenomenal, and he really made the song his and really built his gimmick around the song, which is impressive because all his years and success wrestling, especially in TNA, you know, he didn't have that. He didn't do that. We had the beer money, him and James Storm, and they had music, but lot nowhere near the level of this whole glorious thing and how much Bobby makes it work and success he's had with the song and parlaying it with the character. I'm very impressed with that. I think that's very, very cool. And uh, it doesn't surprise me. Bobby is a shop guy, a smart guy, and it doesn't shock me one iota, whatever the hell an iota is. Okay, number six. Okay, jobbers, number six. I have a gentleman by the name of Alistair Black. Yes, the NXT champ, as I record this. Um, look at, uh, I think a lot of you people, you might have this song in your top three. I struggled. I was going to put it in my top three. I'm going to circle back in a little while once I give my top three. And there's one song that's third for me. It's going to be a follow bounce the ball now that I was going to switch with Alistair Black, and I didn't. And I'm regretting it as I'm saying it. Maybe Alistair Black's music should be higher on my list. He's not. He's six. It's great. Metal Jones is... It's, it's that whole... I don't know what style of music that is. A lot of you people are fans of it. I don't normally listen to that style of metal rock, part of my ignorance here, but I like that song because it fits that guy. Roller Inky has uh, Alistair Black and that darkness and that character that he is. It's perfect for him. Um, I don't know. I might have said this down the road uh, in the past, I should say. The song really reminds me. I don't know if it's the same band or who's doing it. It reminds me of, if you guys remember, um, oh, what was that show? Uh, UFC, yada, 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 yada. Ultimate Fighter. I think that was the name of it. The reality show where, where the fighters all lived in a house. It was like in Vegas. It was actually a pretty good show. Um and their intro, that intro music that UFC used for that Ultimate Fighter reality TV show reminds me a lot of, now I never heard them side by side. I might be way off on this, but when I hear Alistair Black's song, I think of the UFC fighting reality show. How bad is that? But I do, because that's, it's stuck, it sticks out in my head, the UFC one. I, I, I got to, I guess, listen to them side by side or something, because it does remind me, <clears throat> excuse me, of that. So, um, so there's my top six. Again, I'll recap real quick for you. Ten, I got Finn Balor. Nine, Braun Strowman. Eight, I got a guy named Nak Amora. Seven, I got the Bobby Roode, the glorious guy. Six, I got Alistair Black. And then the top five I will do um, when we get back from break. And then I'll also read some more of the nonstop uh, stuff from Facebook from you guys on this stuff. But uh, without any further ado, uh, let me uh, get into telling you about what support for this show, where it comes from. Because you guys know the love that I have for my friends at, well, none other than who? 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 Tell me who. You know who. You know who. It's Rocket Mortgage. It's the love that I have for Rocket Mortgage from Jump Street. Because Rocket Mortgage supports the show immensely. 
Therefore, you, when you get a mortgage, you can support Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. So you understand that the home plays a big role in your life, in your family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And guys, it is simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details when you need to be confident that you're getting the right mortgage for you and or your family. You might if you're in your first house or your 10th. Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online uh, process that's simple and gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Okay, they have their trusted partners that allows you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. Okay, in addition to getting real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. MLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's Rocket Mortgage. Guys, all right, I'll give you my top five. On the other side of the break, uh, WWE current entrance music. Sit tight, guys. Tasho. Jobbers, we're back here. Tash Show. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, sticking around and getting ready to give you my top five. We went from the top, well, 10 to six. Now we're going to go five to one. Top WWE current music. Uh, we'll get into that here in a second. And uh, first, I want to let you know about on Facebook some uh, some updates on some of you people. Okay. What you're saying over there at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Uh, you guys, uh, I, you know, we posed out the question out there, and you know what, what, uh, you know, maybe what your thoughts are on the top five we said on there current WWE entrance songs. And so I read a handful of them already. I'll read a couple more real quick. This is one of you know, make it more interactive where I can put some of you guys over. Uh, again, this is current. And uh, what we got here? We got uh, Bob Pollard said Shinsuke Nakamura's face and heel themes. Although I enjoy his heel theme just a bit more than his face theme. Wow, he's inside turns. Face means baby face, which means good guy. Bob Pollard, you must be a wrestler. All right. Uh, so, yeah, he's opposite of me. He likes Shinsuke, but he likes the heel version. I like the baby face. Plus, we got Alistair Thompson. He says uh, Seth Rollins, AJ, Bobby Roode, knock heel. And Samoa Joe. Cool. All right. Got it. And who else we got here? Dean Smith. We got Seth Rollins, Pete Dunn, Undisputed Era. He's got Samoa Joe and he's got the War Raiders. Okay. Like all it. Like it. Like it. There we go. We got a little uh, David Rice. He's putting over. He's saying Ember Moon, Nakamura, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Oscar. Well, Oscar. Yeah. I didn't know. That's a good one. Tyler Barrett says Usos, Alistair Black, War Machine, EC3, and Pete Dunn. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let me read one more. Put you guys over here. Uh, who else we got? We got uh, Joe Dean. He said, John Dean, I should say. Uh, he says Bobby Roode, Ember Moon, Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar, and uh, Authors of Pain, AOP Jones. So there you have it. So maybe I'll read more before we wrap this thing up in a little while. But that's the dealio on that. All right. So I'm going to get into uh, my, uh, my five through one. Right now, so let's uh, get rolling with that. So, okay, guys, number five. Uh, okay, this was I was going back and forth, and a lot of you people 
I know like this music, I do too. It's interesting. And it's Undisputed Era, okay? They are number five for me. Now, it has a, uh, you know, it's got a very DX-esque feel, uh, kind of Rage Against the Machine, for those that remember that band from back in the late, mid to late 90s or whatever, early 2000s, whatever it was. Kind of a funk feel, like a funky type of feel. Um, I love that kind of music, personally. I've always loved Rage Against the Machine. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, big fan for years of, of both those legendary groups, um, and I like DX's music too, and and that was inspired by that, as was Steve Austin's music during that time. There was a lot of that feel because Rage Against the Machine was just uh, awesome, you know. So during that time, man, I was in my prime during that time. Everybody loved Rage, and uh, and they had a, a strong following for sure. So that's kind of what Undisputed Era's, Era's music sounds like. And part of me, I like the I like this song. I do. I like the song. I don't like the fact that it's gonna sound weird. I'm a fan of all three of the men for sure, on the, uh, all three of the, all three of them. The Undisputed Era in general, I should say. Uh, the, I'm trying to word this the right way because I I want to be respectful because I'm a, I'm a mark for the gimmick. I just sometimes I feel like and I don't want to veer off because it's about music. This this podcast. I feel like sometimes they they market and push the, the characters too much as uh, like a DX type of feel. You know, that's my only that's my only thing with it, man. I just feel like sometimes it's it's it feels like DX. So having music, you know, look, Adam Cole, he's one of the main guys there. I I, I I'm a mark for him, and he's the NXT North American champ, as you guys know, and. Um, I just don't I think these guys are so talented that they don't need that. Uh they don't need to feel like DX or anything like that. They don't need to um they don't. They just they could just be themselves. I just so sometimes I feel like that's that's what it is. Like it just so when the music sounds like that, I, you know what I mean? Like I I, I mean, and you look at these guys, Kyle O'Reilly, just 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 a just a, a stud in the ring, a great great worker. Um uh, Bobby Fish, great, great worker. Adam Cole, great, great. These guys are just tremendous. You know, they 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 just stand on their own, in my opinion. So that's why hearing the music and it sound, it's being that it sounds like DX's music is it takes me back a little bit. Like, why? Like, you don't need to do that. You know, let these guys stand on their own. But yet, it's cool. Right, so I, I'm nitpicking a little bit, and it's cool music, but I, I I wish it was something a little bit more that didn't sound like a DX feel. When I see these three cats, because they're cool, they're bad guys, they're nasty, they're talented, just like the original DX. But I don't want to think of DX when I see them. I don't want to be reminded. I don't want to think of DX. I want to think of 2018 and these young guys that are super talented, and I don't want to think about. Yes, the year of DX. So that's why I think if the music didn't sound DX-esque, then it would be a better fit. But yet, the song is cool. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I am uh, outbooking myself. Maybe I am nitpicking. Maybe I'm overthinking. Probably all those. Okay, number four for me, uh, Sanity. 
uh, the Sandy thing, the beginning of it catches your attention right away. That's the point. You hear like the, it's like the cops are trying to tap it on each other. We had like the radio, the police radio. Oh, you're going to get out. We got an ice cream truck that's on one way street on a built-up. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing, it kind of gets your attention. You hear like a kind of like it feels like a police, like something's about to happen. Like, a, You know, and then it gets into the that weird sounding beat and sound. I, I just, it just fits them. I mean, I'm also a big mark for Eric Young. He's a good friend of mine. So anything Eric does, I'm, I'm in. Um, uh, but I, I love the sounding music. I, I don't know if a lot of people dig it, dig it but I do. Um, so I have that four for me. Uh, now, here we go. Top three jokes. Okay, so this is where I said to you guys earlier, if you were paying attention, that there was three and six. I had six, I had Alistair Black, and I wanted to switch maybe with three, but then I didn't. So like I do, when I make any kind of list, when I do a top 10, whatever, I usually don't change it. First gut, first instinct, that's my gimmick, that's my bit, that's how I roll, kids. And this one, I'm a little bit, I think I should have switched six and three. Six, I had Alistair Black. Three, I didn't tell you yet. I have Jinder Mahal. So I, I, I wanted Jinder on here. He belongs on here, his music. In the top 10 for me, uh, it totally fits who he is. And that sound, I, it's like a Bollywood. I'm not too familiar with that stop, But, like, it's got that kind of a hip-hop feel, but it's a Bollywood. It's cool, man. It feels young. It feels aggressive. It fits who Jinder is, you know, it just really gets you in the moment with him. And I, you know, pay attention. No matter if you like Jinder or not, just listen to the music while he comes out. It's a perfect fit. And I'm a mark for that that song. Maybe I should have switched out some black and that, but and Jinder, but it's okay. I'm sticking to my my guns and I'm keeping Jinder Mahal at three. Uh number two, here we go. We're getting into top dogs here. Number two, I'm going with my uh, my homeboy, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's music feels big. It feels like bump, 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 bump. Like it feels like Godzilla or King Kong, those old monster movies. It feels like that. What the, it's like, I think that's a trombone doing that. Bump, 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 that kind of. You know, it feels like it makes Joe feel like he's a big bruising monster. You know, it reminds you of like, like I said, Godzilla, King Kong. Google it, kids. You'll see who those those characters were. The fictional monsters. Uh, but so I got Samoa Joe, perfect fit for him. I got him at two. And the number one, number one. Talk about a song that's over, and it's legit, and it's cool, and it's a perfect match for this guy. And you got to burn it down, kids. We're going Seth Rollins at number one. I mean, enough said on that, dude. Like, it's legit. Uh, the song's legit. Uh, Seth's legit. It's just a perfect fit. Um, yeah, so that that's that's it. So I, I'm going to go through it real quick with you. Ten, Finn Balor. Nine, Braun Strowman. Eight, Nakamura. Seven, Bobby Roode. Six, Alistair Black. Five, Undisputed Era. Uh, four is uh, Sanity. Three is Jinder Mahal. Two, Samoa Joe. One, I have Seth Rollins. So uh, there it is. And also, let me read a couple more from Facebook uh, because, again, I appreciate you guys jumping in and throwing some um, 
some some songs at me here, uh, and you sure have. There's a, a plethora, which means a whole bunch that you guys are re- very active with this topic, which is awesome and nice to see, and I appreciate it. Who we got here? We have William Chavezen. He said, AJ, Undisputed Era, Tamina, Ooh, interesting, Charlotte for sure, and Brock Lesnar. Okay, cool, got it. William Michaels got Seth Rollins. He's got Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn. Wow, Sami Zayn. It's Ska Jones. Yes, the Mad Caddies, one of my favorite Ska bands. Uh, I'm not usually a Ska guy, but I love the Mad Caddies. Uh, who else we got? Michael Harrison's got Seth Rollins, he's got Samoa Joe, he's got Kane. Interesting. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Finn Balor. So uh, there you have it. So anyway, that's the deal, yo. So uh, so there's the top ten for you guys, you know. And it's it's a cool little listen for you. Check it out while you're driving or on a bicycle, or maybe you're you know walking around the streets, or whatever you're doing, or maybe you're just on a train. A bunch of people have body odor, and you're just sick of smelling them and looking at them. But enjoy your day uh, or your evening or your morning. A good moment, as Mike Johnson would say. Whatever that means, it's all good for you. I appreciate you guys. As you know, in general, I appreciate you. But I appreciate you downloading this episode very much. So, uh, and I'll be back at you, okay, probably later in the week for sure. And, uh, you know, it's, um, listen, I, as you know, I love what I do. I, I, uh, you know, without you guys, I, I don't get to do what I do. So I appreciate all the support and all the love that you guys give. And I mean that. And I, I can't say it enough. Thank you, guys. Uh, until a couple of days. Talk to you soon. I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. Yeah. Yeah. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names. Back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no 